Almost a weekend and you don't know what to do Or you just need something fun to listen to Southside Pod! Yes, we're on the Southside air Pod. And the gang's all here, all things on the Southside We're listening to the Southside Pod Looking for the best Southside breweries Or you might just need an awesome place to eat Green, Blue Island, Beverly, pay listen, all sub to your tuned in to the Southside Pod. Southside Pod! Oak Lawn, Midlothian, Oak Forest, Chicago Ridge, Flossmore, and Bridgeview, you're listening to Southside Pod! And belly up to my nine foot homemade oak bar here in my basement on the South Side. My name is Chris, his name is Bill. Mike plays the guitar. Southside Pod is 30 minutes of good in a world of dumb, and it's all brought to you by Elite Benefits of America. You probably heard Butch Zemar's ad right at the beginning of the show. Let me just tell you this. Butch does a podcast on my network, and I produce it for him. So I've listened to him talk about insurance before. This guy knows it inside and outside. I am convinced we're all paying way too much for health care, way too much for insurance. I'm also convinced that if you have a small or mid-sized company, he's going to lower the cost for you and for your employees. If you're an HR person, impress the boss, be the office hero, give Butch a call, 708-535-3006, or go to EliteBenefits.net. We have a big show today in 30 minutes. John Brand of Open Outcry Brewing is going to be down here at the bar and we're going to a fantasy fest here on the South Side. So lots of stuff. A well thought out show, Bill. I, don't, I like when the show goes off the rails. The show will go off the rails. Fantastic. Trust me. I've, I have left things wide open for things to go off the rails. <laughs> right? Like, like that's my goal when we sit down is to try to make things go. I want to let you spread your wings and fly. <laughs> While you're, sitting you're like down a there. mama bird. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I want to bring up something that we talk about, and then I want you to just run with it. That's what I kind of <laughs> into figured. a wall. <laughs> exactly. A pitcher of beer, a pitcher of beer. Let's order another pitcher of beer. That pitcher of beer should come over here. I love that pitcher. Down here at the Nine Foot Homemade Oak Bar with John Brand from Open Outcry. How are you, John? What's going on, Chris? How are you? I love the fact that John Brand from Open Outcry is sitting down here at my Nine Foot Homemade Oak Bar, and he owns an amazing brewery on the Dixie Highway Brewery Trail over at 10934 Southwestern Avenue, and he's got everything from tables that have swings on them to very soon in a couple of weeks cabins that'll be up on the roof that you can reserve that are heated so you can sit there with like a group of people to an automated ordering service where not only can you get it from your waitress or you could also just take your phone out and you could scan a QR code and you can just order a beer with a touch of a button and it comes to you. You've got incredible beer. You come here to my bar and you crack open a can of light beer. You're a riot. (laughs) (laughs) This is the dirty secret of the brewing industry. You're hearing it first on uh, Southside Pod. Dirty secret of the brewing industry. Yeah. Brewers sometimes. You know what the most popular beer is amongst brewers? What? Miller High Life. Really? A hundred percent. They love the High Life. We just you you spend all day drinking and thinking about complex beer and beer styles. You just want to turn your brain off and just drink a beer sometimes. So yeah. 
It's 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 a kind of a dirty secret of the brewing industry. A lot of brewers are just drinking Miller High Life these days. Is it basically because if they drank something else, they'd start to either compare it to something they were brewing, or they'd start like picking it apart in their brain? Like, what did they? It's do? part. That's a hundred percent for me. That's true. Yeah. That for for me, that's true. We spend all day debating and discussing and analyzing and fretting over our beer, the beer that we make and the in the beer that's being made in the Chicagoland beer community. Sometimes you just don't want to, just don't want, you just want to turn it off. Right. You just want to drink an easy drinking beer that you don't need. You just drink a beer and think about it and, and not, I'm sorry, not think about it. And um, I think that's probably why brewers sometimes, when they hide in the back and nobody's looking, they'll drink, <laughs> they'll drink a highlight for a Miller Lite. But you got to make sure nobody's looking. I, love I, it. I was in, uh, I was in Los Angeles uh, the other day, yeah. actually, and I was drinking Miller Lite at the, at the bar, I got a bottle of Miller Lite, and I saw one of our customers was in. He's and I, they hand me a Miller Lite at the bar, and he looks up over me. He goes, "What are you doing?" I right. go, "I go, what do you mean?" He goes, "You're drinking <laughs> Miller Lite." I go, "Listen, dude, I just want to eat Los Angeles pizza and not think about the beer. I just want to drink a beer." Right. And he's like, "I get it. Okay, that's I awesome." Won't, he goes, "I won't tell anybody." I go, "You can tell whoever you want. I don't. I just want to drink a easy drinking." beer that I don't have to think about. But to that guy, he just pulled the curtain back on Oz. Like he just saw like, you know, that, that you're back there and you're just like him. Like he just, I, I think that he probably just assumed, well, he owns a brewery. So all he drinks are fancy beers and it's got to have a certain IBU and a certain weight to it. And he's, he critiques everything that, you know, touches his lips. And then you walk by and, and, and you're drinking a Miller Lite. Yes. Yeah. You know how the guy that owns a mechanic, like a, a guy that's a mechanic or owns a, a car shop. Right. And he drives all the fancy cars on the weekends, but then he drives the beater pickup truck to and from work every day. Same thing with Brewers. That's what we do with hey, radio guys. Whenever I was doing uh, alternative rock radio, I listened to Wu-Tang Clan in the car. I yeah. just needed a complete difference. Yeah. I need something completely different yeah. from all the stuff I was playing on the radio. So I get it. I understand. All right. So I can, I can see you wrapping cash rules, everything around me. Cream, cream, get the money, get the money, dollar, dollar bills. Yo. Yeah. I can yeah. see that. Yeah. I, 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 in fact, I know all the words Rolling around the mean streets of EP. <laughs> Listen to Wu-Tang. Man, you're, you're gangster. Bro. I am. We're going to talk about this beer that you you broke out of a barrel. If you've been in Open Outcry there at around 109th and Western Avenue, a beautiful brewery, always got great food there, incredible beers on tap. There has been this ginormous barrel that was in between some of the, the bar stools where like if you were towards the end of the bar, it basically had a sign on it like, please don't sit on this barrel Leave, leave the barrel leave alone. The barrel it has beer in the barrel. And it was finally uh, opened up this uh, this past week. And I got over there immediately to go try it. It was a dark pool that was barrel age. You could tell me what the whiskey or bourbon was Knob here in Creek. a second. Which one? Knob Creek? Yep. All right. And then there was a, a uh, an orange peel zest that was uh, put into it? Correct. All right. And it was spectacular. And cocoa nibs. Yeah. And you, you even said it. When I brought it up to you, like, that was a good beer. You were like... Yeah, that was one of my favorite beers I've a, had in a while in my own place. It's a special beer, and I try not to get uh, fall too in love with our beers because uh, I try. I want to remain impartial and make sure we can look at our beers objectively. But when I when but when Will cracked that barrel and we had a couple sips of it last week, it's a special beer. I, I'm we're really proud of this. And that barrel was sitting in the middle of the tap room because during the pandemic, when there was nobody sitting in the place, 
we just started filling barrels and we started running out of places to put them. So that one ended up under, <laughs> that one ended up where a bar stool normally I, would I be. I always love that section there at the end of the bar because it's like, oh, look at this. You got some private seats it's that a little are separated by a barrel yeah. that were like yeah. right at the end of the bar. Yep. Now it's gone now because gone. The, the barrel has been, been opened up. In fact, it's kind of interesting when I was in there that you could actually see on the barrel racks that like some of them have now been opened up yeah. and you guys are having a lot of fun breaking those open. How, how long is this going to be with the opening of the, of the dark pool barrels and the barrel age stuff? How long is this going to be rolling out at open outcry? He is, uh, we filled a ton of barrels last fall the sh- when the second rounds of uh, indoor dining shutdowns happened in Chicago. So we're coming up on a year with many of these barrels and we have a lot to empty. Yeah. So I think you're going to see these all winter. I want to talk real quick about where you like to go outside of your brewery. Your brewery is incredible. As I said, I show up there for one of your stouts. Dark Pool is spectacular. Will Turner, your brewer, puts together amazing beers. You've got great food. But as you mentioned, sometimes you just go out and you get yourself a Miller Lite and you sit down someplace else. So We've been doing this thing lately on Southside Pod. We're trying to identify the best of the Southside. We identified, actually, your cheese curds, your brand new garlic breaded cheese curds, basically, as the best cheese curd on the Southside just recently. Oh, thank we you. We were talking about that. Oh, we're going to get a certificate for okay, you. We're going to give it to you. It's going to be great. So if you, let's start with the Dixie Highway Brewery Trail. You're part of that. If you aren't in your brewery, what's the other one on the Dixie Highway Brewery Trail you're more, most likely to go into. Oh, jeez. Or that you enjoy going name into. Names yeah, right yeah, now? I'm going to get you to name. And this does not besmirch the other ones. This does not harm any I of them. There's no, way them. You can, there's no way you can name them all. But is there one where maybe they make a beer you like a lot? Maybe it's something that you like at the bar. Maybe you're just friends with, with the person that owns it. Like, you know, is there is there one that you're like, okay, you're going to open outcry, but if you want to do the trail... Wait till you get to this place too. I enjoy very, very much the Kolsch by Blue Island Beer Company. It's in a fact, solid one. In fact, it's one of my favorite beers made in, by a Chicagoland brewer. So when I have some spare time or I want to go grab a beer, I usually drive down to Blue Island, uh, hang out at the bar with Al yeah. and order a Kolsch. Which is funny because you can get that in Binnie's, I think, too. I think they actually sell their Kolsch. Did you they, know that? You can get, you can get it's the, better on tap. There. You can get the Blue Island yeah. Kolsch at most liquor stores on yeah. the south side. They uh, they have shelf space, I think, just about everywhere. They have shelf space at Binnie's over on 95th Street. They have shelf space in all the liquor stores on Western Avenue. You can get a Blue Island Kolsch at uh, County Fair on Western Avenue as well. There's a few there's a few beers that Horse Thief puts out that when those are put on, okay. I usually will go. They're along Western where you're at as they're well. On Western, right. they're, they're the start of the trail depending on where you're starting. They're the northernmost. Yeah. Um, they the northernmost brewery um, in the Dixie Highway Beer Trail. Uh, Horse Thief makes a, a a beer. It's a French beer style called the Beer de Garde. Okay, and they make a beer de Garde that is on point with any other beer de Garde I've had. So when their beer de Garde is on, I usually go there and get one of those. That's a spot to go get that. Yep. That's awesome. Yep. That's really cool. All yep. right. So now we'll get off the trail. We won't, we won't bother. We won't make you pick amongst all of your friends in the Dixie. Yeah, that was a tough, that was a, I know, that I was know. a mean thing to do to me. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So now move away from the trail and give me a spot on the South side that you enjoy going to, whether it be for entertainment, food, beer, some spot. John Brands with the family and says, we're going there and I'm not bringing you to work because it's been a stressful day. We go, we go to all of them. We go to Porter. Con- I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you two names, okay. but before I give you those two names, 
we hit every place. We support every place around here because every place around here has been supporting us. We go to Porter Collins, we go to uh, we go to uh, Unidad, we go down to Wonder Burger, La Fiesta, Americanos, Horse Thief, Nikki's. The new Nikki's location at 105th and Western is fantastic. If you haven't checked that out yet, um, we go to all these places, but we do default to two different places. My family and I, I have two. I have two girls, and we play board games and pizza restaurants. Okay, and we alternate. We one week we go to Los Angeles, and the next week we go to Baracos, and we go back and forth. Baracos and Los Angeles. And when Nino's when Nino's finally opens their restaurant back up, we'll add them to the rotation too. Over on a hundred. You're a pizza guy, though. That's I'm a your pizza thing, guy. man. Yeah, I'm You're, pizza. You do pizzas in your place at Open Outcry. I can eat pizza seven days a week. Yeah, you eat pizza all the time, and you have all these wood-fired pizzas, which are they're awesome inside that big oven where you get your pizzas at. So, since we talked about everybody else, give me the pizza right now you like the best at Open Outcry. Right now, right now, I, right. I'll tell you, I like the one that's got the pineapple on it. I'm not a pineapple person, but you yeah. got a really solid one with like barbecue chicken and yeah, pineapple. We have a house on barbecue it, which sauce, is spectacular. We, yeah. we match up with that pineapple. It's really good. Um, by the way, pineapple on pizza is incredibly, incredibly. People hate it. People get angry. Well, it's just it's, it's like when I'm on my White Sox show and I say things like Jose Abreu is falling off a little bit. People just want to kill it's me. It's polarizing. Yeah, they get really angry. People come in just for the pineapple pizza, and then <laughs> when other people find out we have pineapple on pizza, they want to they want to punch me in the face. <laughs> Depends who you're talking to. Now, talk about pineapple pizza on Twitter, and the Twitterverse goes crazy. Twitter's not real, though. It's not Twi- real life. Twitter is not real. It's not That's real. True. Twitter's not real. Okay, but which one? It open outcry. Uh, I ate, the, the pizza I ordered today was the arugula prosciutto. I've been in arugula prosciutto kick lately. All right. Well, if you weren't hungry or thirsty before you heard John Brand, you definitely are now, as he sits at my bar, drinking straight from the can, mind you. With his Miller Lite. (laughs) (laughs) John Brand, Open Outcry. Check them out at 10934 Southwestern Avenue. Thanks a lot, John. Pleasure, Chris. Thank you. A pitcher of beer, a pitcher of beer. Let's order another pitcher of beer. That pitcher of beer should come over here. I love that pitcher is the what do you think is the rule south side rule okay like the the you know there are different fashion rules in this world fashion fashion rules okay the majority of the world seems to believe you can only wear white between memorial day and labor day right like that's like a thing that people say that you can only do right but on the south side of chicago there there are no rules there are no rules first of all secondly I believe that it's completely acceptable if you are over the age of 35 mm-hmm. and you're a male that you can wear cargo shorts 12 months out of the year. Sure. Right? Absolutely. Have you noticed this? Like I, I will go out and I will see other guys and I'll be at an event and the only difference is whether or not they're wearing regular shoes or sandals right. and snow is basically the right. indicator there. But they'll go out in the snow with a hoodie. Okay. Correct. Right. And, and cargo shorts. Winter time, something. cargo shorts, hoodie. Going right. to Menards, cargo shirt, old T-shirt. Going to dinner, cargo shorts, polo. I mean, it's universal. And yeah, the but, shoes, the shoes too. But even in November, December, January, like it, it exists, right? Sure. Like that's I, like I've a shovel snow in cargo shorts, right? So I tried this, okay, and it I, I started to get cold. 
Well, you can't just jump right into it if you haven't done it before. Like I was this like, is a lifelong commitment, Chris. Let's see how long I could go just wearing cargo shorts, right? And I, last week was when I finally was like, I need a pair of jeans. Like, I felt stupid. I was going out to something and I was wearing cargo shorts and a hoodie. And I was like, I just can't. I'm 44 years old. I know I'm allowed to do this on the south side of Chicago, but I can't drag myself to do it. But when you switch to jeans, where do you put all your stuff now? I know. Like all the stuff you had in your cargo shorts. Exactly. Where do you got, put all your cargo? Yeah, I have a lot of cargo. You got your phone. You got your stupid mask you got to carry around just in case somebody right. wants to enforce you, that you rule. You don't have that much cargo right. in jeans. Yeah, there's a lot of cargo I'm carrying around. So then when I, I, I went to go find my jeans and I remembered suddenly at the last moment that I didn't have any jeans, <laughs> that I'm the kind of guy who wears his clothes till they fall apart. Okay. And last winter that I was rotating two pairs of jeans and both of them disintegrated before I got to the end of the year. <laughs> okay. Okay. I mean, they were like seven, eight year old pairs of jeans. Sure, right. They just they disintegrated. In fact, to the point where I made my daughter they so blew a hole. Out on you. Oh, I had a hole develop in a very in the private area. Yes, in the crotch. Okay. And I was like, you so, can say crotch. So up my crotch hole. That's okay. what I told my daughter to do. <laughs> but it wouldn't hold. It just kept breaking open. All right. So what I you got what, a lot of cargo down exactly. there. <laughs> so then I moved to cargo shorts. Is what I did. I moved the cargo shorts early in the spring and was like, I won't need jeans again. I'm going to go straight 12 months out of the year wearing cargo shorts. And no matter how many, how much you wear them, because like, I've had jeans like blow out. You get, you know, rips in the knees and the crotch. Cargo shorts last forever. I, I don't, I think I have cargo shorts from college still. They I just do. last. Like jeans fall apart. You would think right. jeans made out of denim. Oh. You know, they've got like brass fixtures on them. I know right. they're just for show, but they just give you the impression that they're tougher. Mm -hmm. They're not. They fall they're apart. Not. Cargo shorts are for life. For life. Okay. <laughs> Bury me in my that cargo tattoo, shorts. By the way, right. cargo me. for life with a Y in there. But anyway, so I go, I, I got to get a pair of jeans. So I went to the mall for the first time since before the pandemic. Oh, no. I have not gone to a mall. I went to Orland Mall. Oh. Okay. And I hate going to malls. Yeah. Do you hate it even more now? Oh, well, first I showed up at the mall. You got to go into just the main store so you don't actually go and have to go into the mall. You got to park by like pennies and go in pennies and then get out. Because otherwise you're walking through and you got to go buy the popcorn and the everything else and all the people and everything, you know. I park by the pennies. But just go, but just I go in the regular. The I go in the regular mall entrance because I knew oh, where I was man. going. See, here's okay. the thing. When I go to a mall, I know exactly what store I'm going to. I know exactly what I'm getting. Do you map it out beforehand? And then I leave. Do you like look at a map like online, like where is it, where is it at? And then you park closest to that, like the main no, store? No, I'm like that guy who walks in and actually looks for the directory. Yes. And then I, <laughs> like the one guy who's like, where, yeah, did, right. where the hell is the directory right. in this mall? <laughs> Scan this QR code, sir. Shut up with your QR code. There should be a map on the wall. Right. Give me the map on the wall. Give me right? security. Right. Exactly. So I, I see where I'm going. I was going to Eddie Bauer. And the only reason I'm going to Eddie Bauer is because somebody bought me Eddie Bauer jeans seven years ago. So that's and the I'm only like, thing you know. Just going and buying the same thing. That's the jeans. only people that make right. jeans in they, your world. They lasted seven years and they fit well. <laughs> like I'm just going and getting the right. same thing. Like that's what I, I always try to duplicate my jeans. Take me to Eddie Bauer's house. My place. glasses. The amount of times I've gone to the eye doctor and I've been yeah. like, just give me the exact same right. frames and they'll be like they're discontinued i'm like oh no i buy like five or six if i find something i like five or six of them and just put them in like storage just hide it. and then like you know in five years when they go out oh i got a brand new pair now right and for life i have the same pair that was like fashionable in 1996 right they just look like you've been wearing the same thing forever <laughs> right. a time traveler would be completely confused if right they saw you. but you'd be perfect for time travel <laughs> it's weird it's a conundrum <laughs> all right so i go in and I go right to the Eddie Bauer. I walk in there and I know what my size is. All right. I know what I'm getting. Yeah. And I walk up and I go right to the style of jean that I like and they don't have it. 
So now I turn around. I tell the girl, I'm like, uh, I, and I tell her, you know, I'm like, this is what I want. She starts picking out other stuff for you. That no, 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 no. She okay, goes, she goes good. oh, jeans are in short supply because yeah, everybody, COVID, pandemic, right? COVID, because of COVID, yeah. you can't have anything. They're on ever a ship again. somewhere in the Pacific. Right, exactly. They're just floating out there. They've been floating <laughs> out there for like eight months. Okay. Just waiting to sink. <laughs> right. So yeah, that, yeah. Like, there's a lot of stuff sitting on ships out there. It's Weirdly like, enough. Right. Cargo shorts you can find anywhere, and most of the ships carry cargo, so I don't even know what's up or down it's anymore. It's a glorious time to be a pirate. I mean, have you thought about that? Like, if you were a pirate, the amount of ships just right. floating around for you, you to go, go pick off. House, like, it's going house to house. Like, right. it's, just, it's just wide open. Like, right. where do you want to go? I would think piracy is coming well, back. Well, this ship has, doesn't have the stuff we want. We'll just go next door and get that one. There's 170 out here. We're going to hit at least 30 this afternoon. They're like giant outlet malls. That's all it is. That's what they are. Just giant outlet malls. Giant pirate outlet malls. (laughs) (laughs) I have a confession to make. It's true. And I'm guessing you have done the same thing. Put more time into thinking about what's for dinner than preparing for your retirement. But if you think your retirement needs deserve more attention, I agree with you. And I want to help you out. I've got a local, experienced, down-to-earth guy who's a friend of this show. He's got a get-to-know-you approach and do-the-right-thing values. And he's been around for over 20 years right here on the South Side. His name is Tom Walsh. He's located on the corner of 111th and Kedzie, and he's waiting for your call. In times of financial uncertainty, how can you stay on track? Call someone who's invested in your success. Reach out to Tom now, 773-779-0023, or pop in at the office right on 111th and Kedzie. Tell them we sent you. Edward Jones, making sense of investing, member SIPC. It is now time for your South Side Sound Check. Live music is back at many venues. Check out these. Friday night from 9 p.m. until 1 a.m. in Homewood, Illinois at 18231 Park Avenue, a silent, trap, sing, and twerk Chicago Southland event. This is at the Ravislow Country Club, three live DJs spinning nonstop. The Blue Island Beer Company has live music Friday night at 7 p.m. with Rich Krueger. The guy was just featured on CBS Sunday morning, and before he heads off to L.A., he will be playing at Blue Island Beer Company. 13357 Old Western Avenue. Saturday at 4 p.m., the Evil Weasels will be at the Thirsty Beaver. Check them out this Saturday, November the 6th, 4 p.m. to 6.30 p.m., 5599 West 127th Street in Crestwood. And then 115 Bourbon Street, there's a 101 WKQX courtesy concert that is free with Our Lady Peace, 4 p.m. until 7 p.m. at 115 Bourbon Street in Marionette Park. If you have an event, if you have a band, if you want us to tell people about your show, reach out to us right now at southsidepod.com. All right, so I'm looking for these jeans. Yes, the jeans. I am. We're still on the jeans. I almost still forgot, the I forgot about the jeans. It started with me talking about my cargo shorts, and it's ended at this point. With You're me in Eddie Bauer. They don't, have, the jeans they don't have my jeans. And I go, I go, oh, no. And she goes, well, there's more jeans over on that rack. It's the skinny jeans. Have you ever owned skinny jeans before? I have what I think are skinny jeans, and my wife's like, those are definitely not skinny jeans. She's like, they're skinny because what you're used to, because I'm used to, like, again, 1996, you know, skater jeans where you, you bought they're three sizes up, you know? They're skinny because your ass is fat, and it makes the right, jeans Right, yeah, they're tight. skinny now. Right. They're skinny post-burrito. 
But they're, they're even like skinny around, like in the like in the ankle area. I'm like, oh, these are my skinny jeans. She's like, those are not skinny jeans. I'm like, well, they're skinny to me. But I know what you're talking about. Everything is slim fit nowadays too. Oh, they had my fit. size. They had my size. Oh, you're not. Are you wearing them right I'm now? I'm wearing skinny your bottom jeans. Half. I'm wearing skinny jeans. You right now. See what I'm, I'm oh see my god. I'm in skinny jeans Come on. Right now. Those aren't skinny jeans. These are skinny jeans. Those are not They're skinny, skinny jeans. jeans. They're baggy. They're skinny jeans bought one size. I was size. expecting like. They're skinny jeans bought one size bigger than what I okay. normally wear. All right. That, that's what you got to <laughs> do. I was going to say that. But I will tell you this. I put them on. I looked in the mirror and I was like, I look young. Like right away. I was like, look out, ladies. Like my wife should be concerned when I go out in these like, jeans. That's how I Young felt. and hip. Right. Like I'm like, going to walk over to Claire's and get my lip pierced. Right. Look how this hums all my curves. I was like. <laughs> I'm a new man now. I've been wearing like like baggy jeans yeah. with holes in the crotch. Hell like yeah. now I'm looking good. You right. know? I'm going to stop by Sabaro, maybe hit the, the arcade. They used to have all the arcade there. That's how long ago I've been to the mall. I don't know. Aladdin's <laughs> Castle. That's still there? I don't know. No, I don't think that's no. there. Can't go I with... think now you can play video games on your phone, so there's no point of arcades. <laughs> all right. Like there's that one guy. Is Sabaro still there? <laughs> Yeah, I think there's always okay. going to be a Sabaro. Okay. <laughs> no matter where you go in the world, there's a Sabaro nearby. They got a Sabaro in downtown Rome, okay? Right next to the McDonald's, right next to the Pantheon. In the, at the Pantheon, they've got they've got the Pantheon, they got a Mickey right. D's, and like, they've got a Sabaro. Right. That's what like they've a got. Calzone. <laughs> you like Comic Con. Like that's your I've thing. been. been. I, I, at one point it was. Not so much anymore. But it, it, I mean, I still like enjoy it. I used to be a big comic book reader. Yeah. Uh, I enjoy like pop culture in general. And Comic-Con has turned from, you know, 20, 20, 30 years ago from strictly comics to basically all things pop culture. We got video games, movies, you know, you know, the Marvel DC universe of all movies coming out and everything like that. So it's become like almost just everything pop culture, which is I enjoy pop culture. But. Evergreen Park did a Fantasy Fest this past weekend. Yes, I, yes. Yeah, and 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 it was their second annual one. Nice. And I I went over there. Fantasy right. like sci-fi. Yeah. So what they did is it was it's like fantasy. Yes. And sci-fi. And I guess they didn't want to call it Comic Con Evergreen Park. Right. You know they so they came up with something else. I like it. Call I like it. it. We're at Evergreen Park and we're at Fantasy Fest, the second annual fantasy fest a little bit of a delay here glenn panuski i've talked to before he's with the village of evergreen park glenn how are you i am doing very well all right so this is the second annual one first off introduce the young lady that you have standing next to you who you just told me was basically responsible for this entire thing like i don't even know why i'm talking to you well that is true uh now this is cindy mooney she is our basically our assistant director for all our theater and she was basically the coordinator of this event and the one that we did uh, last February of 2020. Yeah, we it, we can qualify by saying it is our 20 our our second annual event because we did make them in successive years. There you go. So there you just go. at different times because you took like an 18 month break. Exactly. This is a good idea though, putting it around Halloween because I remember the first one, Cindy. Tell everybody a little bit about what you had here today because like we're standing in the area right now where there's basically a castle set up and there are people doing Dungeons and Dragons inside and there's several games going on. There's a cosplay section over here to my right. There's a gaming section where there's families playing uh, board games. There's food over here upstairs. There's some vendors. But break down for everybody what this was like and 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 what what is a Available at a Fantasy Fest. Well, at our Fantasy Fest, we obviously we have two tables of D and D. Both of our guys do their own campaign, and they try to make it short where they can pull people in. And then we have board games, which are, as you can see, you have a lot of them. 
I, and, you got some classics here. You've heard. No, either. no, there's some weird ones in here. I've never, totally. I've never, totally. I've never played the board game Copenhagen. I don't no. even know what that is. Or Luxor. Or Istanbul. Would, Are they all just named after places? There's Istanbul. There's Copenhagen. What? Talk to Steve. <laughs> um, but the, the families are really enjoying it. The tables have been full for the board game. Right, right. And then we have our cosplay corner here where the girls are doing Yeah, it's just a bunch of girls dressed up in costumes. That's exactly what right. it is. Hanging out on couches. Talking. Right. It's, yeah. It doesn't get better than yeah, that. Yeah, just kind of chillaxing, and uh, exactly. they've got props and yes, things they, like that. They yeah. do. And, 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 yeah, yeah. And they have art, and they're very talented artists over there, right. too. Yes. So that's, yeah. and, they, and they were set up, basically, I would I would assume they were up. One of them is your daughter, correct? Correct. And, and she, and she was up how early in the morning starting the cosplay we costume? We were here till 2 a.m., and then we got back here around 9.30 this morning. So we've pretty much been, we live here. Yeah. <laughs> we really do. Yeah. Um, but it's all worth it. And it's it was wonderful to see so many people come out. I had quite a few kids, and this, that's what this is for. Yeah, a lot of kids in here. It was a good idea, I think, to do it on Halloween weekend. Got a few more kids in here with a few more costumes. It's growing from the year before. I remember being here last year. I feel like you got a little bigger. I think so, too. Yeah. yeah. You know, and the Halloween thing kind of just happened because um, we had some schedule quirks earlier in October, so we finally just said, let's do this around Halloween. Uh, it helps draw people in. Uh, Brianna's birthday tomorrow, so uh, this it's unofficially her big birthday bash, you know. So basically, I'm at some kid's birthday party. Is that what you're telling basically, me? Basically, yeah, yeah. Like, this is all just a, like a, a ruse yes. to, yes. In, in which we're all just here for somebody's birthday. Exactly. Just, yes. no, just no cake. But you didn't bring a gift. So, I didn't know it was a birthday party. Well, it was called Fantasy Fest on the flyer. But but upstairs we got the vendor tables. We've got a vill- the bookies is up there. Uh, we've got uh, you know just no, bookies the store, not an actual bookie taking yeah, actually, bets. The yeah. way you said that, I was like, yeah. I'm, I'm going to go put out. I'm going to put twenty dollars on whoever's playing the Bears this weekend. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Go see Frankie in room nine. You know. <laughs> but uh, he's uh, yeah. So and I think they've done very well. Right. So uh, yeah, we've had the old movies running upstairs. So. We will do one of these again next fall. Again, probably not as close to right. Halloween. Uh, basically, I've been told no more back-to-back back, back, back events. But. No more back-to-back back events, what you've been told. All right. So as you're learning this, as you're doing this, you're like the only suburb doing something similar to Comic-Con that I know of. You're like the, is Evergreen Park becoming the hub for nerds on the south side of Chicago? Hey, we did that type-in two months ago, so I'm going to say, yeah. Yeah, you did a type-in. It's already been, yeah. yeah. People were sitting around just on type We got it cemented, yeah, the yeah. whole nerd thing. Evergreen Park, land of the nerds. Land of the nerds. Yeah. <laughs> Not churches, it's the village of nerds. Uh, yeah, no, it's it's an alternative. Yeah. You know what, yeah. I mean. I like how you don't like the word nerd. I can tell Glenn hates I, it. Cindy was like, yep, nerds. No, no, actually, isn't that a tagline to this thing is uh, cater to your inner nerd? I think that's actually on the flyer. So, you know. So it's been fun. It's something different, but it's been a lot of fun. All right. Well, good luck later on trying to get all the Dungeons and Dragons guys out of here because they're not leaving until their game is over. So they may be they may be in this room for days for all you know. Right. Yeah. We'll we'll come Wednesday and they'll still be sitting <laughs> down. Get a fire here. hose. Yeah. Fire yeah. Hit yeah. him with the hose. That'll so get about kind it. of an extension we can get on the takedown of a <laughs> yeah, lot of them. Exactly. That would be awesome. Sydney Glenn, thanks so much. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for listening. To see what's happening on the Southside Pod, on the Southside Pod. Join us again and be sure to tell a friend about the Southside Pod, about the Southside Pod. All things about 
The neighborhood we live in All things about The places that we go It's the best side Of Chicago The South Side Pond I'm picturing like Jack Sparrow standing there with like a like just trying okay. to show me a pair of jeans. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> tell, me, tell me it's all okay. Just just try these. I can get you a good deal out of them. It's not that kind of pirates, Chris. <laughs> I don't want to ruin the magic. That's for how you. I see pirates. Okay. I know that they're supposed to be like uh, the one in the Tom Hanks movie yeah, pirates Somalian. with the machine guns. Right. I like to imagine my with, pirates with sabers like Jack Sparrow <laughs> and hooks for hands. Exactly. And parrots on their shoulder. That's what makes them fun. And rum. Um. 